In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus, as in, according to the word and will, which is what the name of Jesus reveals to us, according to the word and will of Jesus, amen. Um, So, uh, Professor Armstrong on Tuesday was working from blessed as in eulogetos to blessed as in makarios. Okay, uh, the first blessed, um, as in God blessed Adam and Eve and said, "Be fruitful and multiply," and to creation and all those reproductive engines start moving and they're moving through this day because the Lord blessed them. Or the cup of blessing which we bless. Is it not a communion with the blood of Christ? Or the Lord bless you and keep you. So that word all through the Bible, to become what God designed you to be. The next word, also translated blessed, which is what makes it difficult, impossible kind of, in the English Bible to separate the two. uh, Because they're both translated blessed, but they mean so very different things. Macarius to be happy in spite of your circumstances because of what lies ahead. And so there's, a, there's kind of a turning point here when we get to Macarius. Will we, will we keep moving in the direction of God blessing us, becoming what he intended us to be, or are we going to move in a different direction like Adam was determined to do, to recreate, to redesign in my own image. And so a good, a good contrast is the creation of man, as you see the little balloon there, and, uh, and the gold bars, bricks, bricks. Um, Amazon, I just checked, 10 cents a piece for a balloon. Um, You can have a lot of fun with them, especially if you fill it with water instead of air and sneak up on somebody. Um, Party City can sell you a balloon for $2. It's um, got this foil, and it has helium in it, so it floats, and then you can, you know, breathe it and talk funny. And then Disney has a light-up double balloon, so a Mickey Mouse balloon inside of the heart-shaped bigger balloon, and it lights up at night. That'll cost you $14, and it's a lot of fun. Gold bar, um, this is about the size of a gold bar. It weighs 27 pounds, and it's worth $500,000. Now, this is my uh, Greek Old Testament. Uh, I'd probably sell this for $500,000, but I'd just get another one. Um, Gold brick is a little bigger than what I have here, the stack Hebrew. Hebrew Old Testament, awesome. Greek New Testament, awesomer. Uh, English Concordance, uh, fantastic for you. This is the size of the bigger gold thing, which makes it difficult to steal because it weighs about 400 pounds. You don't just walk off with it in your pocket. And that baby's worth $10 million. Yeah, and you won't find it floating away or kind of crumpled up in the weeds somewhere because there's no air left in it. This will be in the ground. This is for keeps. This is something that God makes, and that begins the contrast. This fork in the road having to do with Macarius. So, here we go. What happened to Elsa? You see Elsa? Does she look happy to you? 
we are 10 minutes into a $150 entrance fee in the happiest place on earth. So that was $15 a minute and then it was over. That's it. That tells the whole story. Happy, not Bible happy, not blessed happy, but, but human happy, is sort of like riding on that balloon. It's, it's based on fun. And fun is ever so fragile in our culture, isn't it? You can be having fun one moment, and in a nanosecond, right, it all just turns to terrible. It's vulnerable, right? It's easily messed up by any number of means. It's so ever so temporary, isn't it? That's, that's why our culture's moving faster and faster. That's why I know she texts faster and faster, and we can move through, sorry, Instagrams faster and faster and faster, and I watch students on their phone flipping through different pages because I'm looking for the fun, and there's emojis, and there's those little other things. I forgot what the word is, little, little animated cartoon things that make you laugh. Um, it's expensive. Fun is expensive, and it's so ever so competitive. Uh, and, it, and it doesn't. So that's a, that's a tricky business. So let's move from that one to this other, this Macarius, happy. See, the world is happy because of your circumstances, but that's on you, and that seems to be a product of fun. Bible is happy in spite of your circumstances. Well, why is that? Because of what I'm sitting on here. Now, I know this is small, but you can get this from me all for the rest of my life or yours. I'll just make copies of this and give it to you. So let's go through some texts. Happy are you when you are reviled and persecuted. That's the long list of Beatitudes in Matthew 5. Happy are you when you're unhappy is basically what it's saying. Uh, does it make any sense? No. Because it's not happy because of these things, it's happy in spite of these things. Okay, and the very next verse, happy are you when you're reviled and persecuted, joy arise in that day. I had to make up a verb, joy arise. Um, rejoice, I don't understand. I don't know who Joyce is and what rejoice means. So let's just do something real here with English. Joy arise, that's got the word joy in it. And it has the word arise in it, which you can suspect has something to do with what, what's going on here. Okay. Romans 4. Happy is the one to whom God imputes righteousness. Not because you need righteousness imputed. Not because now you can go on and do more things that will require more righteous imputation. But because there's a solution, a real solution to a real problem and and that is the other side of the coin that David was talking about in Psalm 32 happy is the one whose sins have been forgiven so forgiveness and imputation of righteousness you get both from God that's why you're happy in spite of your circumstances you're ashamed and grieved and sorry that's all right you can move to happy Luke 2 the angel appears to the shepherds and says, Stop being afraid. I good message you. Mega joy. Whoa. There's a text that speaks to our culture. Good message. Yeah, that's oiangelia in the gospel. Let's just say what it is. It's a good message. Message you. And it's joy, but it's, it's got this ad, 
adjective with it. Mega joy. Mega, you're talking Greek now. Mega joy. Whoa. Okay, so man, they burn into Bethlehem. Let's see the mega joy thing. Wise men, later on, maybe years later on, um, saw that the star appeared again to them after they left Herod and led them right over the place where the Christ child was. When they saw the star, we get, we get quad here. They, where is it? I lost track of it. There. Uh, yeah. The wise men joy arised, a joy mega intense. Wow. Okay. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. This is a great moment. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. What's your body made out of? It's made out of the field. It's dirt. Inside is a treasure. That's an everlasting soul. The man that found the treasure buried in the field was Jesus. And for joy, he goes and sells all that he has. Sets aside his divine prerogatives. Becomes an infant, grows a man, okay, at all times in our, in our place, okay, so he can buy and he buys the whole field. That means everybody that will ever be, and that includes a resurrection from the dead. You get your body back. He buys it all for joy. So there's more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 who need no repentance or really think they need no repentance. The disciples departed from the tomb Easter morning with fear and mega joy. Okay, and the friend of the groom, joy arises, a joy on account of the voice of the groom. That's why you can't fast when Jesus is around. That's why Lent doesn't, uh, uh, no Lent on Sundays. Can't do that because Jesus isn't in the room. Jesus spoke these things that his joy may be in us. His words convey his joy to us that our joy may be full. He says, you will have sorrow, but your sorrow will be turned into joy from Good Friday to Easter morning from sorrow to joy. When a woman is in labor, she's blessed. Don't talk to them about this when they're in labor. Just know this. They are happy in spite of, in spite of, in spite of their circumstances because of what lies. Epidurals made this happier, but because of what lies ahead. And then Jesus uses the word. She has joy because a human being has been brought into the world. Jesus said, I will see you again and your hearts will joy arise and your joy no one will take from you. Hebrews 12, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him, he connected with the field, right? He knew from before the beginning where the treasure was in the field and how to redeem it. For the joy set before him, what joy? You. You actually can look in the mirror, I suppose with your phone if you need to, and see what Jesus saw. Joy. That's what motivated him. And that's uh, how James can say, count it all joy when you meet various trials. Are you out of your mind? My balloon popped. No, joy, count it all joy when you meet various trials. Why? Because things like God makes all things work together for good. Because this momentary light affliction is working for us. So Philippians 4, joy arise by means of the Lord. Again, I will say, joy arise, the Lord is near. 
the joy, uh, I need the next slide, or click through two there, Matt. Yeah, right there. Okay, so joy is like the gold that's beneath us that just has value, and it, that value is always there. It's not going away. That value comes forward into our lives as God blesses us, meaning to become what he designed us to be, and that gives rise to this happiness in spite of your circumstances because of what lies ahead, and that is permanent. It's invulnerable. It's free. We're, we, you come, it's waiting for you when you're conceived and grow up and, and realize that it's going on. I think that's an epiphany. God bless us in it for Jesus' sake. Amen.